This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome back to the Betting Weekly podcast brought to you by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simeon. I'm delighted to be joined by the brilliant Mr. Nigel Seeley. Nigel, how are you doing? The birds are singing, the sun is shining, going into a good weekend, hopefully. Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? Um, lots, lots could possibly go wrong. But yes, it's uh, another weekend of the Premier League. Big two FA Cup semi-finals as well. Two big, big games uh, towards the end of the season now. The, 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 hit, the, the weather's turning for the better. Usually means goals go up in the Premier League the last few games with good weather like that. So we might get a few goals this weekend, which would be quite good. But yes, Harry, looking forward to it. So unlucky last week. I mean, we had a, 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 it was 16-1 to parlay of just... One team let us down. There's probably three parlays we've had this season where we've just been let down by one side. So hoping to uh, change our fortunes. I've got a 28-1 to 1 parlay this week uh, across European football. So stick with us towards the end and I'll give you the uh, the parlay as well. But uh, we did okay. Our best bet won last week again. Our best bet record has been phenomenal, really. Uh, and we gave the draw, which, you know, made a very sort of big case for the draw in the Man City v Liverpool in a game and it was a classic game and the two of them meet again at Wembley and could potentially meet in the Champions League final uh, and what a mouth-watering uh, two matches they could, could be if they, if they do meet but so uh, yeah I'm looking forward to it uh, lots of action lots of interesting games and lots of betting angles as well. Indeed. Well, let's get straight into it then. And let's start off with some of the Premier League action. The early game on Saturday is Spurs versus Brighton. Now, Brighton came to London last weekend uh, and uh, pulled off a bit of a shock result. Are you giving them any hope of doing so again? Or or a Tottenham sort of uh, in the forefront of your mind in terms of who's going to take this one? I think Tottenham have to be in the forefront of their mind. I think they're playing exceptionally well. They've got a proven manager who knows how to win the Premier League, knows how to get sides into the Champions League spots, and he's doing well. Um, that, I know you don't want to hear that, Harry, but they're doing well. They've won their last four, and they're scoring goals, which is really, really important at this stage of the season. Uh, they've got 19 goals in their last six games, averaging over three per game. And that is the two diff- the difference between these two sides is goal scoring. Obviously, Bryson coming on the back of a 2-1 win against Arsenal, where Arsenal are absolutely dreadful, particularly in the in the first half, but uh, they left it too late. They, they 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 had chances to get a draw, but a draw's not good enough at home to Brighton, especially with that lack of goals that Brighton have. Uh, Brighton have only won once in the last eight games, which was Arsenal, and the alarming thing for them, they've in six of their last eight games, they haven't scored. And when you consider that Tottenham have scored 19 goals in six, you can see where the edge is here. One team are firing all cylinders attack minds, and the other team are stuttering along, apart from Hitting, finding Arsenal in a, on a poor day, which must be very frustrating for yourself and fellow Arsenal supporters. Um, if you look at the record here, um, they have a very, very good record. Um, uh, Tottenham do against Arsenal. They won 2 0 early in the season. They won 3 1 in the Premier League last year, 2 1 the season before that, and 2 1 the season before that. So they've, 
in four games, in the, you know, they scored at least two goals in those, those four matches that we've spoken about. So I think the attacking prowess that Tottenham have at the disposal, and again, they will win. Um, at minus 195, I couldn't bet them in a the single. And again, I think the best way to play this match here is an obvious play again, but it cashed last week when I said it. At plus money, I think Son and Kane to score at any time. They're just good bets every every week. One of them will score. If you bet them both singly, you will win if one of them uh, scores. And if they both score, which is highly likely as well, you, you will get a nice payout. So, yeah, Son, Kane to score any time, plus 104, plus 125, just seems to be collecting cash in each week. And um, I don't see any reason why they, they wouldn't score against uh, a Brighton side who were, despite the win against Arsenal, were very, very um, opposable currently. Brilliant stuff. Let's move on to Manchester United versus Norwich. Lots of noise around United at the moment and the uh, supposed imminent appointment of a new manager. Um, this feels like a home banker for United, surely, against a struggling Norwich side. Well, we said it before, Man United were home bankers against Watford. It was a nil-nil draw. Man United have been home bankers in a lot of games, but Man United have only won once in the last seven. Um, the players look as though they're going through the motions. Um, Ronaldo doesn't look anywhere near the player he was at the start of the season, and he's certainly not a shadow of the player he was in seasons gone by. Um, all is not well at Manchester United. Ranić, the manager, clearly doesn't really have much of a say what goes on there. They're talking about another manager, another unproven manager, in my opinion. Um, I think top Man United could be in the same position again, looking for another manager again in a year's time or 18 months' time again when things don't work out. You look at Tottenham, what they've done, bringing in Conte, proven manager in the Premier League, look at their, their season changed around and Man United are struggling. Um, they're minus 455. Minus 455, Man United. I, well, you, 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 you could bet them if you want, but... Um, they drew nil-nil at a similar price with Watford. Norwich on the back of a, a very good win against Burnley last time out. I know it's on the road, but Norwich are fighting for their lives. And um, at 14-1, to 1, you know, I, I don't say Norwich will probably win the game at 14-1, to 1, but the draw here at plus 550, quite like under three and a half goals, minus 165. I mean, Man United aren't scoring goals at the moment. Norwich will be quite happy to get a point. Um, so, yeah, the odds suggest Man United will win. But in recent weeks, Man United are expected to win very convincingly in a lot of games, and they haven't done it. And um, I just can't trust Manchester United at minus 455. Um, they're a long way off the finished article. They've got a lot of problems with the players. I think there'll be a lot of changes at Old Trafford in the summer. And, um, you know... I I'd probably make a case for Norwich on the Asian handicap if I could. I mean, that would probably be the best way to get with them. I mean, you can bet. Let's have a look what the line is. I mean, you can bet Norwich plus one and three quarter goals at minus 103. So you would lose if they lost by two. I just can't see Man United beating anybody by two, really. I mean, they only won one nil in the reverse fixture. No, they beat Man United. They, they beat um, Norwich 4 nil. Last time they were at home at Old Trafford, but, um, you know, I probably lean towards that Norwich on the Asian handicap rather than to get involved in any market where I expect Man United to, to win and to win well. Good stuff. Let's move on to uh, Southampton versus Arsenal, two teams who had weekends to forget last week. Um, how do you see this one going and where's your what's your plan of attack here? Well, as you say, both teams, like, I, I looked at it today and I thought to myself, Arsenal, I've got to win it. And then I couldn't really make a case for betting them at minus money. Minus 109. 
I couldn't bet that. Southampton plus 310. I mean, Southampton were dreadful against Chelsea, but take nothing away from Chelsea. Chelsea was superb, winning 6-0. Could have been 8 or 9. Um, I opposed Chelsea with that. I went with Southampton. Southampton, though, just aren't at the races at the moment. They're, they've given up for the season, in my opinion. Um, their form is, is pretty much shock, shocking. Um, no wins in six. 19 goals conceded in those six. So averaging three goals per game. They were conceding goals before the uh, the, the Chelsea defeat. And this is a must-win game for Arsenal. Um, minus 109. You, you would think it's a perfect time to place to, for Arsenal to face Southampton. But I thought it was a perfect time for Arsenal to face Brighton last week. And look what happened there. Um, you would edge towards Arsenal. But I would want plus money. I'd want plus 105. I'd want plus 100. At minus money, away from home, I know that Southampton aren't playing well, but at minus money, I'm not going to be betting Arsenal at minus money. Not, not for me. Neither would I, to be fair. <laughs> no. uh, moving on, Watford take on Brentford uh, at Vicarage Road. Uh, that's the final one of the 3pm kickoffs here in the UK. Um, any thoughts on this one? Well, Watford's, they've only won once in the last seven they're running out of games. I think I think I got a feeling Watford will finish bottom in the Premier League. I think Norwich will overtake them and finish, I think Watford will finish bottom. Um again, they'll look at it as a must-win match, but they've had so many must-win matches. They were dreadful last week against Leeds, losing three 0 at home, and it was a good time to play Leeds. They failed to score in three of the last four games, which is a real big concern for Watford and Roy Hodgson. If you don't score goals, you don't you don't win matches. And the fact they've conceded at least two in six of their last seven games shows you where what for the heading and that's that's down. Uh Brentford on the other hand come in with great form. Uh, beat West Ham 2-0. Perfect time to place West Ham. Beat Chelsea in that famous victory that what Brentford fans will be talking about for ages. And when you sort of thought that Brentford were were going to be sucked into a relegation battle, they seem to really hit form. Um Ericsson is playing delightful football, really, you know, a brilliant um playing. It changed the fortunes around for Brentford. Ivan Tony scoring goals. You know, he's, he, he gets in trouble off the pitch with the things he says, but on the pitch, he puts the ball in the back of the net. But um, at plus 155, Brentford, uh, plus 188, Watford, you've got a slightly fancy Brentford, but um, I, 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 I would probably give this game a swerve. I probably wouldn't. I, I, well, I will give this game a swerve. I'm not going to have a bet on this game. Slight lean towards Brentford, but at plus 155, there's not much in that price to really tempt me. But I think Brentford have the edge against a Watford side that are conceding lots and scoring none. Let's move on to Newcastle versus Leicester City. Of course, Leicester in European action uh, tonight uh, at the time of recording. How much of an impact does that have on your mindset going into this one? I think these are always very difficult games to to have a, an opinion on on the Thursday but when while the teams are playing in Europa League or the Europa Conference on Thursday. This game is playing on Sunday because of those commitments. Newcastle are the favourites at plus 123, uh, Leicester are plus 230. I'm quite, quite surprised that Leicester are quite a big outsiders here because Leicester are playing well. They're hitting some form. They're, they're moving up the table slowly but surely. Um, they haven't got Jamie Vardy, which is a problem for me. Uh, but Newcastle, they're, they're sort of stuttering along. Um, I, I, I did think there could potentially be goals. If you look at this match in, in over the history, Leicester won 4-0 uh, earlier in the season. Last year at Leicester, it was 4-2. Uh, Newcastle last year, Leicester won 2-1. Then it was a 3-0 then it was a 5-0. So in the last five matches, over two and a half goals has cashed every time. 
And I like over two and a half goals here at minus 108. I think that would be the better way to have an opinion on this game. I think both teams will score yes at minus 141. And I'm quite tempted to bet um, Leicester on the draw no bet. Uh, I think this could be quite a um, high scoring draw or something like that. But I like goals and I like the angle of getting with Leicester. I don't think Leicester should be 230 and Newcastle should be what, plus 123. Newcastle have su- suddenly become a, a public play now. They've got out a relegation battle. They're showing a bit. They're showing a bit of form. People seem to bet them, but they seem to be underpriced. I don't believe that Leicester are that much. I don't think they they should deserve to be underdogs. I don't, I don't think there's a difference. I don't. I don't believe that Newcastle are plus one twenty three, and Leicester are plus two thirty. Like I said, in the reverse fixture this season. Leicester smashed them four nil. I know Vardy played in that game, and I know Newcastle have changed massively since then. But um, I want to get with Leicester in some capacity to so draw no bet Leicester. Or on the Asian handicap off scratch, which is, I'll tell you what that is. You can bet, um, uh, let me find it. Off scratch, Leicester plus 140. So if it's a draw, it's a push, you get your money back. I like Leicester on that market. And I, I like goals. Um, over two and a half goals, minus 108 would probably be my my second play. So and get with Leicester and get with goals. Fantastic. Uh, the final game uh, from the Premier League this weekend involves another team with European commitments, and that's West Ham United. They host Burnley uh, on Sunday. This one is is impossible to have a bet on now. Absolutely impossible because there's various different reason, reasons. Burnley will know what they've got to do because the teams in and around them winning or losing. If Nor- you know Norwich and Watford and and all the other teams in and around them were playing in action, so they've got they know what to do. Uh, on the Sunday. And the other thing is we can't bet without without knowing what West Ham have done. I mean, West Ham could go through an extra time game against Lyon tonight. Um, they could they could get beat in a, in a penalties and be totally deflated. They could win 2-0, qualify and be euphoric and play Barcelona in, or potentially play Barcelona in the semi-final. So without knowing what, what's West Ham, uh, what's going to happen this West Ham, you can't play. Uh, the last week, West Ham come on the back of uh, we filmed on the Thursday and then they lost uh, they drew one one with Leon at home and then they went to Brentford obviously got because of the game is so important and they put in a really really poor performance and lost two nil against Brentford so um, this game here um, no bet for me until we see what happens tonight with West Ham um, yeah I would I wouldn't play. Yeah, I think that's the sensible uh, way to go at this one. Uh, moving on to the FA Cup semi-finals, uh, veering away from the Premier League just slightly because there are two huge clashes at Wembley. Uh, the first one on Saturday is between City and Liverpool. Of course, those two played out an incredible game of football uh, last weekend, which we all enjoyed. They've both played in the Champions League since both have got through to the next stage. How do you see this one going? Because both managers have been sort of complaining, haven't they, about the fixture schedules? Do you see rotation, and do you think that rotation could impact this one? Well, I mean, the reserve sides are a match for everybody. I mean, it's whoever they rest, whoever they bring in, they're going to be absolutely superb. These two sides are the best sides in world football by 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 some distance, I believe, at the moment. The match last week against in the Premier League was probably the most technically best best technical football match I've ever seen. The the, the the skill and show the the, the passing the, the, everything it was just it was just textbook football um, and we've got to be privileged to have it all again at Wembley um, I don't think there's any advantage I think Manchester City have come through a much much tougher game and a fiery match against Atletico Madrid so that would again give the, the edge to Liverpool uh, Liverpool come through what 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 was like a, a pre-season friendly in the three three draw with Benfica hardly any bookings everyone was 
holding it, tucking each other and hugging each other into the game when it wasn't that at the in, in Madrid. Um, so I think Liverpool probably have the little bit of the edge, edge in this game com- compared to the games they went through. Um, they will rest a lot of players. There's no shadow of that. But the quality coming in is immense. I went on last week about the draw, saying how could the draw be plus 380, uh, 285 in this game? Man City Liverpool, I just couldn't understand how it was 285 about two sides that are so evenly matched. And Bet Rivers have, have, have moved to draw down to plus 225, but it's still the biggest price of all three. Man City are plus 155, Liverpool are plus 180, um, 2 2 in the season. Two in the league, two-two in the uh, in the reverse. Sorry, both league games have been two-two. Um, five of the last nine matches between the two have been a draw. Nothing between the sides, and I think the draw here again at uh, plus two twenty-five represents some value. If you look at the last four matches, it's there's been goals. You know, the four of the last five over two and a half has cashed. So a goal-scoring draw here, and I, I know I mean it's pretty obvious, but the the, the two-two draw again here. At ten to one, makes appeal to me. Um, I think both teams will score yes, but it's it's only minus two hundred five. So if you think both teams will score yes, you like the draw, then you're looking at one ones and two twos. I think both sides will really give it give it a go again. I think they'll go all out. I mean, the FA Cup it will probably be is number three on the list of priorities at the moment for these clubs. Um, Liverpool are trying to win four trophies. Uh, Man City are trying to win a treble. And this is a big game for that for that reason alone. So I think it'll be played at a great tempo. I think it'll be a brilliant watch. Great game for the, for, the, for supporters and, and fans all around the world. But I think it's going to be goals. Uh, I think the draw plus 225 would be my angle. And I'm going to have a little bit of pizza money on the 2-2. Yeah, I, I would throw a little bit of that too. It sounds certainly appealing, especially at that price. Uh, the other FA Cup semi-final takes place on Sunday. That's between Chelsea and Crystal Palace. Of course, Chelsea go into this off the back of a bit of a heartbreak in midweek. Um, you've been quite big on, on Crystal Palace going into this game for a while now. Um, has has anything changed in terms of your opinion or is it still pretty much as you were? Well, I mean, I just can't read Chelsea. I mean, that's the problem. I mean, anybody who's watched, listened or watched or listened to this podcast in the last few weeks knows that I just can't get Chelsea read right. I just, just can't get them. I, I don't know. I just don't know what it is with them. I, I don't, don't know how to read them at the moment. But um, that performance against Real Madrid must have taken a lot out of them. I mean, physically, mentally, 120 minutes. It must have taken a huge amount out of Chelsea. Um, but Tuchel is the master of getting his side back up for for matches. Crystal Palace had the extra rest. You know, they've had no, they've had, no, they've had, you know, no, no matches this midweek. They focused on this game. This has been their priority for for weeks. Their league form has been superb. I know they lost last time out against Leicester, but um, that was their first loss in eight, I think. Um, It's a big, big game for Chelsea. This is their last chance of winning silverware, so you would expect Chelsea to put a performance back. If I hadn't been reading all the Chelsea games wrong, I would be betting Crystal Palace here. But because I've got it wrong pretty much every week... um, I'm a little bit concerned, but I do think that this will be a lot closer than the odds suggest. Plus 510 is a big price. It's a very, very big price. But Chelsea have got a great record against Palace. They've won the last five. Um, but I think that given that game, the way that Real Madrid had to cut battle through that game, I, I've given some kind of edge to Crystal Palace. So I probably bet Crystal Palace plus a goal, minus 127. 
if they if they lost by one goal, which they lost one nil when the Met teams met early in the season at uh, Selhurst Park, you get your money back. The only thing that for Chelsea is uh, for Palace is there's no Conor Gallagher, who's arguably been their best player this season, who's on loan from Chelsea. I think that's a massive, that's a huge blow for them. Huge blow. There's also a couple of injury doubts to a couple of defenders, which is a concern as well. But um, I, I'm not going to go against my conviction. I, I've said it for weeks. I thought Crystal Palace were worth worth getting with in this game. I'm going to the game on Sunday and uh, I'm going with my father-in-law, who is a, a big Crystal Palace fan. So I'm desperate for him to win for him. So um yeah, why not? Let's have let's have it. Let's let's we're in it. We're in it. We're in the we've 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 opposed Chelsea so much. We've got to go again. So, um, but I think the better way for betters would be Crystal Palace plus plus one uh, to get with them rather than take the plus five ten. But I do think it's a good time to face Chelsea. But I've said I've said that for weeks. Yeah, difficult one to read, isn't it? Very difficult. But I too uh, would quite like to see Crystal Palace uh, spring a little bit of a surprise there as well. Okay, let's uh, move on to my favourite part of the show, the parlay. You teased us at the beginning of the podcast, Nigel, uh, with some really, really uh, appealing prices. Uh, What is your parlay this weekend? Tell us about it. Right, okay, I've got uh, five teams for you. I'm going for Tottenham to beat Brighton. I just think that goal threat they have and, and you know, where the way Conti's got them playing and how they're focused. And I think they're going to, unfortunately, pip you to that full spot at the moment. I really do. I think, I just, I just think they've got too much goals in that side and um, they're, they're throwing everything forward where other teams are coming a little bit more wary and scared defensively. And I think that, that extra goal threat gets the win against Brighton. Uh, in League One in England, I'm going to go for Swindon to beat Harrogate. It's at Harrogate. Swindon are chasing the playoffs. They have a game in hand, so they're tempted at the moment. It's so close for those uh, top, those four places for the playoff places. It goes all the way down to Swindon in tenth. But they have a game in hand that could, if they win it, they could get into the playoff position. Harrogate, I opposed last week against Salford, and um, they lo- they lost two 0 But Salford made it quite difficult. But they were the much better team. Salford, they 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 had, they had all those chances. So I think that Swindon will get the job done against Harrogate. I'm going to go for Union Berlin to win in Germany. Up against uh, Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, Frankfurt play Barcelona uh, tonight. So if they lose to Barcelona, they're going to be deflated uh, by the loss of there. And if they win against Barcelona, then they're going to be absolutely euphoric. So I think it's a good time to oppose Eintracht Frankfurt. I think Union Berlin are very, very underrated at home. I think they'll beat Eintracht Frankfurt. And I've got two in Spain. I'm going to go for Getafe. Draw no bet against Villarreal uh, at Getafe. I think it's a brilliant time to place Villarreal. And I'm going to go for Athletic Athletic Bilbao to beat Celta Vigo in Spain. So Tottenham in the Premier League, Swindon in England League uh, 2, sorry, I said League 1, League 2, Union Berlin in the Bundesliga to get the win. And in Spain, Getafe draw no bets. They've got to get on the Asian handicap zero. Uh, with the game of push, so if it's a, if it's a draw, we, we can still win on this. Uh, we, we get a push. And Atletico Bilbao to beat Celta, and that page 28 to 1. That is a tempting price indeed, 28 to 1. I think I'll be having a bit of pizza money uh, on that one. Uh, what's your uh, dog of the week then uh, this week? I've searched high and low for <laughs> things to oppose this, but I've looked everywhere and I've looked everywhere and I've looked high and low and I can't oppose it. I'm in it for the long haul. Crystal Palace to beat Chelsea at plus 5'10". Got to get it right one week with Chelsea. <laughs> 
haven't we? But I, I, I just can't ignore that price at Wembley, neutral grounds on the back of, um, and Wembley's a big pitch, remember? Very, very big pitch, tiring pitch, energy sapping. After 120 minutes of high-tempo football against uh, Real Madrid, when you're going through the highs and you think you're qualified and the lows when you when you bow out in extra time, I'm going to have to gonna have to go for Palace. I've been saying it for weeks, so I'd be a bit of... Um, I'd be a bit of a, a cheapskate and I'd be a bit of a, a, a fake if I didn't stick with it. So I've got to go with it. So I'm going to go for Palace at plus five tens of each Chelsea. Brilliant. And let's have your best bet of the week. Then, which bet uh, represents the best value? Which bet is is the one for you this time around? Yeah, well, the bet of the week has actually landed, I think, in the last three or four weeks. I think we, our bet of the week has been really, really, really good. I mean, it's the parlay that's let us down on the dog. I mean, we had a brilliant, we had a two really, really big dogs that, made, that were in profit for the season. But the bet of the week is, has been phenomenal. And it's the same thing as I did last week, the better week. Uh, I opposed Villarreal after their match, um, first leg against Bayern Munich. And I've got to oppose Villarreal again. Uh, that game at the Allianz, they defended for 88 minutes um, tirelessly. They must be absolutely mentally gone. Uh, physically, mentally, psychologically, they have um, a huge match now. Arguably the biggest game in the club's history. I know they played Arsenal, but arguably, arguably in the semi-finals before. But arguably the club, biggest club, in the, uh, the biggest game in the club's history against Liverpool. I think their league form will suffer because they've got a Champions League semi-final. They've got a great record to Villarreal against Getafe. They've won the last five, but nothing is it, it comes in this. And uh, Getafe at home, they're niggly, they're feisty. They, they, they'll 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 be the worst team to come up against after you've just had that that. Uh, that, that match in Munich and they're unbeaten in their last 10 at home. They haven't lost at home since October uh, and they beat Real Madrid 1-0 on the back uh, when Real Madrid come back from a European game. And I think Getafe draw no bet here at plus uh, 115. Uh, yeah, plus, plus 116. Getafe draw no bet against Villarreal. I will guarantee you that by kickoff time, that will be nearer plus 100 on Getafe. I don't see any way that the plus one sixteen can la- can last. Everyone will want to oppose Villarreal this weekend, and rightly so. So get on it nice and early before that price changes. Okay, uh, that brings us to the end of uh, this week's edition of the Betting Weekly Podcast. Make sure that you're subscribed to the Bet Rivers Network YouTube channel. If you're listening via the audio platforms, uh, please do leave us a review and subscribe. Uh, anything to add, Nigel, before we uh, walk off into the sunset? Yeah, a couple of things. Firstly, uh, there's no EPL uh, Betcast this weekend because there's only three... Premier League games and there isn't any hardly any games around Europe at that three o'clock or that uh, 10 o'clock Eastern time uh, kickoff because it, obviously it's Easter weekend and yep. a lot of teams are playing on the Friday so if you can have that bet that parlay Swindon play on Friday so make sure you get it down early because that's an early kickoff so there's a lot of games playing. so there's no bet cast there'd only be a couple of games three games I think there would be at uh, that kickoff time so we're not doing this week we'll be back the following week uh, and on the Bet Rivers Network this week, we've got a whole host of stuff. We've got obviously the stuff that myself and Harry are doing. Uh, we've got some new content. We're going to have uh, a, a new Spanish league show, uh, which will be aired on Thursday, looking ahead to the Liga matches as well as the MLS with the with the guys over at Stateside. Our Premier League stuff, the golf for the money, and we've got a, a very very um, very good uh, tennis podcast as well. Game. 
bet and match. So lots more content coming in. And each week as we build towards the end of the season, we're going to get more and more stuff coming as well as uh, looking ahead to next season where we're going to have a multitude of different videos on the channel. Indeed, that's even more reason to make sure that you're subscribed to the channel and uh, that way you won't miss a thing. Turn your notifications on as well and you'll be notified every time a new piece of content drops. We'll be back very, very soon with more Soccer Talk. Until next time, take care of yourselves and enjoy the Easter weekend. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network.